0: you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right, roll it.
2: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs.
0: everyone and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi and I'm Andy and we are a real life couple, a real life couple of comedians and on Couples Therapy in in Quarantine, quarantine.
1: we answer a couple different advice questions from a couple different listeners and yes folks, this is your Couples Therapy for the week of the 16th. (laughs) Of course, this drops on the 17th. We are recording this
0: on the fourteenth. Whoa! It... Don't peel back the curtain with and the date.
1: And I'll tell you what: this episode was even recorded like a month ago. During, our, if you remember, if you listen to this regularly, uh, last episode I explained I had a, gr- a brilliant back brilliant. in July. Brilliant. A brilliant! I was like, "What if this? What if the election goes the wrong way?" Correct. We're not gonna wanna. We're gonna not gonna feel fun. We're not gonna feel funny. So let's record a bunch of episodes. Ain't that the tooth? so that uh, if the worst happens, we can live in the fetal position for the next couple months and still deliver
0: uh, some weekly joy to you. <laughs> still delivering quality content, that's what we're about. QC, quality content.
1: Hey the speaking
0: QC, <laughs> couples therapy quality content, couples therapy quarantine crew, coincidence right. I think not.
1: I'm gonna say this, speaking of quality content, Naomi, uh, I would say uh, your output, your general output is quality content the things you make all me? right quality content and
0: you are currently being recognized ah <laughs> uh, yes you guys if you are listening to this the day it comes out you've just got one more day to vote for me for the world of wonder wowie award for wow celebrity on the rise <laughs> i'm a wow celebrity it's it's under the lifestyle category uh-huh. Um, and you know what? They never said anything about that lifestyle being healthy. So I stand by it. You go to worldofwonder.net. You click on Wowie Awards. You're going to scroll. You're going to scroll. You're going to scroll. You're going to get to that. when The lifestyle. And you can like vote for one thing at a time. You on, have to vote can I just everything. jump in
1: for a second? When she says you're going to scroll and you're going to scroll, you're going to scroll. She's not kidding. Because when I went to vote for her, it I was like, where the fuck is this thing? <laughs> they really bury that Wow Liberty on the Rise category. Real
0: far down the page. They need to put me on the rise of the page. You know what I mean? If I'm going to be on the rise, you got to put me at the top. well It's not risen.
1: It's on the rise.
0: Well, then they need to just move it up every day so that it's easier to find each time. You guys, I'm up against the entire cast of Drag Race Holland. I'm up against someone named Zoe Tur. I'm up against two Nashville realtors. The competition is fierce. Okay, and I have been phone banking. I have been stumping. I have been running the streets. The voting closes November 18th. She's forced me to write postcards. And he's po- writing postcards. Two She's... hours a day. <laughs> Two hours a day. Okay.
1: Look, we need this Wowie Award. Look, if, if you could see our mantle right now, there is a guitar-shaped menorah. Menorah. There's a Sadaka box from my aunt and a
0: couple knickknacks. It's bare. We need a Wowie on the mantle. Okay. And, you know, I have to pre-record an acceptance speech on the off chance I win. Do you know how embarrassing it is to record a speech? And you don't even know if you've won the award. Yeah, I mean, if you don't win, you still have to put your accepted speech out. Yeah, I'm going to have Instagram. to. I'm going to have to. I got to um, find something to wear. Um, <laughs> you should buy a gown. This is the dumbest thing in the world. I know, but it's like really funny. Love... I was literally looking at my closet and being like, do I have anything like outlandish that I have like never worn in public because I'm not confident enough? Well, I think it's That's... really funny that you are taking it seriously. Well, thank you. I said I haven't been nominated for anything since middle school, and I meant it. This is huge. You were nominated for a WGA award for Broad City. It wasn't me. That wasn't me. I don't know her. <laughs> that wasn't me. I wasn't involved. <laughs> yeah, you were. You went to the awards. I went. That's true. I went. But, oh, God, I wore shoes that I could not walk in. It was so embarrassing, anyway. I remember. You, that's looked, gorgeous. This you looked gorgeous. Thank you so much, Jenny. Um, anyway, obviously, Ooh. wowies in the last twenty four hours. I mean, if there's one thing we've learned, you know, in the last month, is that you know every vote counts. Every vote must be counted. Uh, democracy is our inalienable. It's an inalienable right that we must protect. And I mean, is
1: <laughs> for the Wowie Awards is it straight up? Is it popular vote or do they have an electoral college? <laughs> for
0: I the believe Wowie the electoral Awards. college consists of the cast of every season of drag race us uh-huh. and i think you have to kind of secure the votes with each cast and uh-huh. that's your electoral college so and does ruPaul then preside
1: over the counting of the in the same way that uh, the vice president is supposed to uh, yes. supposed yes. to preside over the counting of the electoral votes
0: yes andrew that is it i've explained this to you several times the wowie electoral college we've been through it Oh hey, what are you all doing for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I'm ordering food that we're gonna eat just the two of us. Oh, I'm ordering that. a whole bunch of sides, guys, and I'm gonna be noshing on them sides for days. Yeah.
1: You know, Naomi, when you were said earlier, you're like, because uh, you're in the lifestyle category, uh-huh. and you're like the lifestyle doesn't have to be healthy. I just all I did was like flashback. I, I um, you, you filmed me doing a joke about uh, the Wowie Awards on your Instagram. And uh, my cheeks, my chipmunk cheeks. All I could do, I could think about, was like, how uh, how quarantine has not been kind to me.
0: Honey, we haven't been kind to ourselves. (laughs) I got weights though. Hey, I'm gonna get ripped. I just got weights. He keeps telling me he's gonna get ripped every time he goes nail me. I'm gonna get ripped. Aren't you excited? And then I would say, yes, I'm excited. You're gonna get ripped. You just got to repeat back things to your lover <laughs> when he's saying something.
1: When you see me do those chest presses, Naomi, are you like, do you fan yourself?
0: I do, Andrew. Ooh. I say, I, I often say I do declare. <laughs> you know, I see you doing chest presses and I'm like, I do declare. What
1: about when I do those concentration curls?
0: Oh, my God. I don't like that. You know I thought you were going to say concentration camp. There's no other <laughs> phrase besides concentration camp. So, like, concentration blank, the response will always be camp. <laughs> concentration curls what does that even
1: mean you put your they're like these bicep curls
0: but you put your don't explain (laughs) an exercise never explain (laughs) an exercise um you guys please let me know if you end up making a thanksgiving feast alone in your home or like just your house i mean because we are trying to flatten the curve we are trying to stay alive well, we also gotta binge that stuff, and baby, so send binge me on all your pics. Own. Do a Zoom. We're, we're probably gonna do a Zoom thing with our parents. Yeah, parental Thanksgiving Zoom. You know, watch a watch a
1: film on Netflix party with some friends of ours.
0: Ain't no party like a Netflix party because a Netflix party ain't real.
1: <laughs> ain't no party <laughs> like a Netflix party because a Netflix party is ninety minutes or less.
0: Because <laughs> a Netflix party will stop. <laughs> that is it. Um. You guys, we have a wonderful show. Oh, this is, yeah. This is soup's Fun.
1: Yeah, 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 this is great. This is Roy Wood Jr.
0: Yes, you've already heard the voice of the man, the myth, the legend, comedian extraordinaire, Roy Wood Jr. He's also a correspondent on The Daily Show. His latest special, No One Loves You, is out on Comedy Central. Also, you can see him on Space Force, Better Call Saul, The Last OG. Look, Roy is booked, busy, blessed, and he's a father. And we just really get into it and we answer some of your questions. This is a real fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's a great person and a great stand-up. I can say that without any hyperbole. Put that put that quote on the special.
4: <laughs>
0: put it on the special. Put it on the Blu-ray. Put it on the Blu-ray. Put it on put it on the laser disc. Quote Andy Beckerman, <laughs> Couples Therapy and Beginnings Podcast.
1: <laughs> oh boys. Uh before we get into it, Naomi. Just to remind everyone, remind every Wednesday Ain't that the tooth. at 2 p.m. PST, we are giving you a live show for free on Twitch.
0: Ooh, baby. It's an hour. Come join us. We have fun. We call it group. It's a nice community that's formed. Yeah, it's fun. And we Andy does bits. I rant about what I hate. And we'll just like answer your questions in the chat, like and about love and life and yeah, yeah. everything in between.
1: And if you don't know what Twitch is, it's you don't even have to sign up for it. Just go to twitch.tv slash Couples Therapy Pod and you can just watch it from any browser.
0: Any browser. Last week someone was watching it in the grocery store. Someone else was watching it while waiting for their drive through Starbucks. You can really bring the show with you anywhere you are.
1: Yeah. And by the way, if you do go to drive through Starbucks, please get me an apple fritter because I miss those babies.
0: And Mabel would like you to get her a puppuccino. All right. I think that's enough. Uh, let's get into it. Shall we, Naomi? I believe I would like to say roll it.
3: Loosen the butt. Now, here's the thing. You all asked me to say this, and you know and I'm <laughs> trying to be respectful and not say anything crazy. And I'm also trying not to be too sexual, right out the gate. But right. you say loosen butts. Are we talking about the muscles of the gluteus in terms of loosening the muscles? Or are we just talking about just straight up, just lubing up and just loosening up? <laughs> like, what are we... we are. It's a or message. Don't be a tight ass. Are we yeah, talking exactly? About euphemism? Yes. Yes. It's a message about, to, yeah. to
1: the white audience. Right. To loosen <laughs> up. To get the sticks out. Get the stick out of your butt. Get the stick out of your butt, <laughs> your butt and throw it on the kindling.
0: All right. There we go. Let's.
1: Uh... That's a
3: stinky fire. <laughs>
0: a real stinky fire so now roy as you know we're going to be answering people's relationship questions but before you know we like to get into who you are and where you're coming from when you give your two cents
1: yes
3: you know roy has
1: anyone ever called you the james brown of comedy hardest working man in comedy that's what i called you in my head
3: (laughs) i'll take it i'll take it um what have I been called? I've been called Clay Davis from the Wire. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a compliment. Okay, okay. He was, sure. a little shady. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very shady character. Um uh, I've been I've been told I look like Manny Fresh. Again, not sure if that's a compliment. Who's Manny Fresh? You, Manny Fresh, the cash money DJ from big timers from back in the day. Oh bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. <laughs> <people>. <laughs> Did the hook to some of the Manny fresh was the dj to the southern sound that ushered out master p and in the bling era of hip-hop and twerking wow. was never the same since <laughs> twerking was never the same do you, um,
0: do you feel that naomi as someone who twerks on the rag yes i do feel that as someone who twerks on the rag now roy the last time i saw you uh, it was in the L.A. airport. I was eating fried shrimp at 11 a.m. <laughs> do you do you remember that? Do you have thoughts on that?
3: I feel like I had a pizza. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it's LAX. It's a Delta Terminal. Yes. And there's it was Delta. only like three decent options in the Delta Terminal before you succumb to Subway and mm-hmm. whatever that Panda Express. I don't even think that's Panda Express. It's like Koala. Mm-hmm. quick quick. yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's some off-brand version of panda express no i don't judge you know i i think that i honestly feel like breakfast is a conspiracy created by the egg industry okay go on because at no other time of day do you really fuck with eggs and just the pure form the rest of the day the egg is just a fucking sidekick or a bonding agent or an ingredient into something greater. But in order to sell eggs, the egg industry successfully convinced us that we need that your <laughs> breakfast ain't shit unless you have an egg. I know y'all think I'm going on a tangent right now, but I'm no. spitting facts right now. and You can't even <laughs> fucking dispute them. It's the only time you don't. You don't fuck with eggs, but you, like you ask for eggs on salad or eggs in stuff, but just an egg naked. You never wanted that at eight thirty p.m. So I say, eat what you want, eat whatever you Thank want, you. whenever you want. Thank there you. are no rules. It's a conspiracy, just like pajamas.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Roy. That sounds like something a uh, a black Israelite would yell at me <laughs> through a megaphone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pajamas are a conspiracy. They've convinced you that you need an outfit to look good while you're unconscious. Do you understand how deviant the fashion industry is? Like Lingerie, I get. But pajamas? A pajama is just a sleep outfit. What the fuck do you need a sleep outfit for? You just subtract pants, and you're ready for bed. Two things. You fall
1: unconscious, and someone has to save you. Two, you die in your sleep. And someone has to find your body. You want to look good. For people like me who are extremely <laughs> self-conscious. All right. And I need to, I when I pass the mirror, it's, it could be 11 p.m. Naomi's asleep. I'm going to go play Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yep. I go past the mirror. My hair is out of place. I go comb my hair. Yeah, it's sick. Just in case. Yes. It is a sickness for me. I'm going to therapy right after this. I don't think it's a
3: sickness. I just think this is a conversation between two people and one of us is giving up hope and you are still a positive person. God bless you for it. Because That's true. If I'm sleeping in old drawers and the house burns down, hey, my nigga, I made it out. I don't care. (laughs) Laugh at me. I'm going to regret it when the pictures start going up on Twitter because Twitter don't care. Twitter's going to roast you regardless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You've created a good space on Twitter though. I feel like your TL your group everyone's like I agree with your fan base if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean how they're comedians where you're like you're funny but everybody who follow you is kind of trash. It, name them. <laughs> everyone, let's name those comedians. But you know what I mean, though, where it's like, okay, something ain't matching up. Do you know how you're expressing yourself, that you're attracting this kind of yeah. negative energy? Are you
3: aware this type of person thinks that you're a good guy? Right. It's like, eh. <laughs> it's like oh. Know. But I think you have good people, which is always good. So Yeah, just just dodge don't do yourself a favor. Don't reply to any political tweets because the Trump bots. I don't know if I'm on like some target list. Oh, or you, something must or whatever, you must be. You must be from the Daily Show. Get get right you gotta be. <laughs>
1: right I just want to point out for a second. By the way, I'm not a positive person in general, <laughs> and we don't we don't really talk politics on the show. We try to give people a respite, but something may have happened in the past couple of days that, for once. We are taping this on Monday the 11th, this day? The 5th, honey. The
4: 5th? <laughs> 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 yeah, very much the 5th. Wow, fifth. I
1: do not understand time anymore. Monday the 5th, we are <laughs> taping this Monday the 5th. Something may have happened over the weekend yeah. that for once has given me hope. That's it. That's all I'll say. But otherwise, I've been in a pit for, for years. <laughs> all right? So I'm just, I just want that out there. Yes. I have a light feeling. I am buoyed by schadenfreude.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> I, fingers crossed, goodness. honey because he got every experimental shit up in his veins. Anyway, that's, that's, that's now, it, that's it. We're, we're done Roy, talking. so you've been in the house now, just like the rest of us. How is being a parent 24-7? You haven't gone on the road for a weekend. You haven't taken mm. a break. How is parenting nonstop?
3: <laughs> you learn a lot about yourself during that time. <laughs> Behaviorally, it's made my child a little bit better. We were nervous about him going back to school. He's been back in school probably three weeks now. But because the kids are so distant from one another, there's not a real lot of, there's not a lot of fighting and conflict. Like the stuff Mm -hmm. that, in a way, in a weird way, I kind of wish that there was. Because these are the years to learn (laughs) the fight rules and the conflict rules before next year when he hits kindergarten or first grade. And then it's back to gen pop, but he doesn't have the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> preschool is important it's like your first month of prison school is a prison from which you can't escape until you're 18 <laughs> right? and, and preschool is like you walking with the toothbrush in your blanket and you're meeting your bunkmate and like yeah. this is when you should get into all of the trouble without you know any real consequence but around the house their day like my girl and i we finally figured out a decent schedule that kind of works where mm-hmm. I can catch him in the morning. She can catch him a little midday afternoon. I get him in the evening, and then I'll go to sleep, and she'll work, and then I'll get up at, like, 2 in the morning and work until it's time for him to get up, get him ready for school, then come back and go to bed. Like, sleeping what? is weird. 2 in yeah, the morning?
0: Like, what are you doing? A graveyard shift in because, your damn house?
3: Well, shit. <laughs> I want to do shift. all the other stuff <laughs> – if I want to do all the other stuff outside of the daily show, like if I want to write a script or I want to at least figure out what the new standup is and, you know, what what that's going to be, that has to happen in a quiet house. That's the, the biggest thing that I've discovered over quarantine is my creativity is directly proportional to the decibel level <laughs> in the house. And mm-hmm. it's it could be the TV. It could be anything. It's not. an it's just is what I've this is the first time I've ever had to create at home. Yeah, the the one advantage to twenty years of travel is guaranteed isolation every week. Three every week, you know, you're getting two to three days alone in a hotel. Mm-hmm. So when I'm home, I'm home. But now I'm trying to balance the two, and mm-hmm. like that was probably the hardest thing. So him going back to school, I was like, hell yeah, man, put him in a face mask. <laughs> <Send him." laughs> like at some point, you just got to be willing to roll the dice because this is you know creatively. Being at my best creatively is how I provide, right? So right. I yeah. have to make sure that I'm creating the optimum atmosphere. I hate to get all technical like that, but you know we're 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 making it. My babysitter yeah. dipped to Canada on my ass, and so we ain't got nobody to watch him now in the what? afternoons. She was just like, "I'm out of here. This shit is real." And I can't be mad at her. She got two passports, but I just think it's <laughs> fucked up that you're a quitter. You know, you're a quitter. <laughs> you know, you're a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> And you can't hire a new babysitter during a pandemic. Right, right. Right. I guess you could. I'm sure many have. But the idea of trusting your habits and then trusting you in my home. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I need to feel you out. He needs to feel you out. And that, yeah. there's just no time for it. So for now, right. you know, we make do. Thankfully, I'm not traveling. Right. I haven't done a road gig, you know. I did a couple of outdoor shows this week and that was my first time back on stage since February. So, mm-hmm. thankfully because I'm not traveling. We're we're doing it and <laughs> it's it's fine, but you know, sue me if you can hear this. We miss <laughs> you and we would love if you would come back.
1: <laughs> Wait, I got two questions. You live in Harlem, right?
3: Yes. Oh, you
1: okay.
0: do? I didn't know that.
1: All right. Yes. Naomi's mom, why well, how about she uh, oh yeah!
0: Babysits. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he could. You could drop the baby off at the brownstone. You <laughs> sure. could. You can oh, drop.
1: Oh no. Oh, yeah. Either way. All right. Some. Ba- yes. Your. Why doesn't your mom do some babysitting?
0: Let's hook Roy up. <laughs> oh yeah, my mom. Um, your You son, turned out great. <laughs> your son will behave himself so well, but he will hate himself. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what's gonna happen. Mm. He's gonna be doing stuff right, and when he make a small mistake, he gonna go stupid, stupid, stupid. And you may not want that part.
3: Oh. You
0: may not want that no, part. No,
3: we had a babysitter year two, who was calling them, was calling them dumb. <gasps> I heard her through the door. Oh my god. Jeez. Um, and I bust open the door like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was funny because she knew she'd fucked up. Yeah and like the look on her face and my son is two but even then he understood <laughs> she fucked up didn't she? <laughs> like, you, you see, henry why do you do this every time i'm not gonna tell your nationality that way y'all can't say which group i'm being disrespectful to henry every time why do you do this you are not smart you are not a smart boy and i bust open the door i said who not smart <laughs> Did she, uh, did she know? Flawless she kn- Irish accent. <laughs> did she know you were there? Like, y'all were at home? Nah, I was oh. listening on the other side of the door. I was just chilling for like five minutes, just listening yeah. to her talk to my son crazy. Uh, okay. It's the closest mm-hmm. thing to a nanny cam, you know? <laughs> I. It was It was very... It wasn't one of those, I'm going to put my hands on you, but it was very much, yeah, today's your last day. Yeah, so she knew that yeah, it in it. that moment,
0: but, you were like, goodbye, ma'am.
3: Correct. Yeah. And, you know... And Monica, if you're listening to this right now, I would love for you to come back and help watch Henry. Sumi's not coming back from Canada. So. And it turns out you were right. The boy does some weird stuff sometimes. So just don't call him dumb. We've got to work with him and correct him.
1: Uh, the other question then is uh, when you uh, called school Gen Pop, or going back to Gen Pop, do you, were you someone who got in fights
3: in school? Not really. I only got into fights. I saw a lot of fights. I put it that way. Mm-hmm. I went right. to public school, so yeah. you know, yeah, middle too. school was like the heat of it. Middle school is a fight with all the stakes of high school, but not as much death. <laughs> right. If that makes sense. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. the open mic circuit of. Uh... Yeah, it, there's
3: <laughs> less weaponry in middle school. Of mm-hmm. course, there's deaths and there's shootings and there's horrible things that happen, but per capita. More blood is shed in high school than middle school, mm-hmm. but I saw enough fights where I was like, "Okay, this is crazy." But you need to be aware of that. I think it's important. Like, and I don't, and I'm not even saying this in a funny way. The quicker you can learn how fast the world can change, and how fast things can go to shit around you, and what all of the possibilities are in the world on a day to day, I think it you're able to operate from a more educated place Mm -hmm. when you're out in the world. Seeing enough fights, you see enough fights, you can start reading energy in the club when you're in college. Mm -hmm. And now you don't get shot because now there are weapons. And now people are getting fucked up and you can read body language and I've never been a person who never saw the thing about you can clock it, you can see people's behavior. I'm low-key one of those people, I'm sizing up people at my gate.
2: Mm-hmm. When I'm getting ready to yeah. get on the plan.
3: I don't like your energy. You've mm-hmm. been standing for two hours. Why are you standing? <laughs> and there's plenty of chairs. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What's way. up with you? Yeah, so, no, I didn't get in a lot of fights myself. Um, my fight record lifetime is o one and one
0: Okay. How, how old? One how loss, old one
3: draw. Fourth grade and eighth grade.
0: Oh, okay. So you really got him out of the way early. Yeah.
1: That's where mine were. Sixth yeah. grade. Yeah.
0: Eighth
3: grade. Okay. Sixth Have grade in the middle of science class. <laughs> What's up? Have you seen the people that you fought with? Have you, like, seen them, like, now as adults or, like, peruse <sighs> their social media?
1: Yeah. One, we were friends. I was friends with his brother, and uh, his brother passed away, and so we've kind of stayed friends on Facebook. And then the other one, guy's in jail, so I don't well, know nice. much about him. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you what I, about be you? I beat cuts? up Jeremy to protect my sister. Oh, that was, that's that so was my strange. win. That was yeah. my win. The other one's my. I'm same as you. Zero one
3: one. <laughs> yeah. Do you
1: remember? Or no, wait. Do one, you keep,
0: one, zero, one. Do you remember? Do yeah. you keep up?
3: Uh, one of them I'm still cool with to this day. He's like we were good friends. We just had a bad day. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, some days you just have a bad day as friends, <laughs> and it ends in a fight.
0: Well, especially and, during puberty. Do you know what I mean? Like when you yeah. don't know what to do with feelings and then it's just like, I'm going to hit you. It's like, okay. Yeah. All and right. That's what
3: eighth grade is. It's just yeah. a bunch of musty ass boys. <laughs> punching them. We used to play tackle football before school. Like that's how crazy. we. Were. Oh my God. We play. we came into class at 830 AM. Funky. Smelling Ooh. like <laughs> straight mud. Like. Double points if it was raining, oh my God, you'd bring a second outfit to change into for oh class. Oh my God. Um, covered in grass site, stains normally? Yeah, covered in grass stains just in <laughs> class. The teachers didn't care. I'm present. What the fuck you want? No <laughs> clothes got to be clean. Uh, fourth grade, I don't know where that guy is. I should Google him during the course of this podcast. And see what he's up to. Yeah, I'm you, sure he's googled you. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you feel that? You Is there some? Do you ever jail. feel
0: that feeling? You know, as you as you are um, more visible, uh, more famous, that anybody who did you wrong knows you're thriving. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just would have. They have no choice but to know. You're on their television. Yeah. Does it feel good?
3: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but what doesn't feel good are the people that I teased or that I like. I don't want to say brought pain to. I wasn't necessarily a class clown in that way. I wasn't a bully, but, you know, you might have teased somebody and gave them their run, their their day. Everybody has yeah. their day, and I <laughs> gave somebody their day, and I could tell some of these people never forgot about it. There was this girl, I won't say what grade. It was like the sixth grade, seventh grade. Okay, I said the grade. <laughs> and, I don't know, sixth grade, seventh grade, maybe, and she just, she just always fucking dressed like a... She's just like Shirley Chisholm. Like I'm just gonna be <laughs> real. Like she dressed like a a 1970s black woman, <laughs> civil right? Like she should have had like an attaché case instead of a, re- a backpack. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's a completely nice person, but we yeah. just all uh, we you know we just picked on her fashion or whatever. And so, fast forward decades later. Decades later. Um, I'm doing a show in Birmingham and I'm doing the meet and greet outside and this woman comes up and I mean just stunning, just glowing, just skin, pow, curves, pow, <laughs> heels, cat, Pow, <pile>, pow, fitness. <laughs> she comes up and everyone else is shaking hands. I offer to shake my hand. she doesn't I offer to shake her hand. She doesn't offer her hand. She goes, "Hey, Roy. I go, hi. She goes, do you remember me? And I stare oh, at her yeah. for a second, and I was like, you are, beep, beep. Yeah. She says, she says, that's right, and then just walks <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: And I was like, oh, I know what this is. This is yep. the revenge moment. This is you know this a revenge bod she's coming to you yeah, with revenge but she was bod. never she was never out of shape or anything it was just right, the right, clothes right. we were just picking on clothes <laughs> right but but i could tell that that moment for her vindicated whatever the fuck she had been feeling for the past 20 years about yeah. whatever i said to her in middle school so you know but every person that goes hell yeah there's always one in my life where i go ah Wish I hadn't have been an asshole to that person, but I was musty from playing football. <laughs> Walking around with your grass
0: her. stains and your mud stains, <laughs> messing with Shirley Chisholm, little baby Shirley Chisholm was taking care of herself. She was invested in her future.
3: <laughs> Shirley Chisholm got ass now. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh,
1: in my mind, she like
3: respectfully. respectfully,
1: of course. Respectfully. In my mind, she walked off and like disappeared like a ghost.
0: Oh, in my mind, she walked <laughs> off, like, 1940s, um, like, in a detective movie. <laughs> like, she was giving you, she's got legs for days and ass for weeks, you know? Like, she was that vibe to me. What <laughs> film noir are you watching? <laughs> Not many. So
3: stunning that I won't even Google her because I know it's probably, like, three degrees and, like, an amazing life and a dude that's in better shape than me. I, you know, <laughs> more power to you. You deserve all the good things in the world, person I won't name.
0: Um. Now... I was wondering, you know, with your, you know, you are, you know, famously in love, famously cohabitating. How is, how is, it, I guess what I've been just interested in because again, I, you know, you are such a road dog. You're somebody who travels so much and now you've really had to sit down. And even before that, just the move to New York and like having a job in comedy as opposed to the sh- just doing the shows. You kind of have had, you've kind of made a little bit of a shift. How has that affected your relationship? your your romance you know your heart song
3: even when i was in new york i was traveling maybe 30 weeks a year down from 45 uh-huh so pre this is 2015 when i moved here um mm-hmm. and so you know salona and i there's I didn't travel as much because of Daily Show, so I had more time on the weekends. But, you know, we have Henry. And so, you know, at the time, 2015, well, he came in 2016, so he's a newborn. So it's just all that be a dad shit, learn parenting <laughs> together and love and family. So it's, you know what, I? how can I put it? I had to learn how to allocate because she's doing fashion, right? And she's Oh, she's fashiony. Building her shoe company. So she can't travel everywhere I'm going. Also, there's a child, right? So what I had to learn out the gate was, I'd, I'd always had the luxury of being able to date someone. We don't have a kid. You ain't doing shit this weekend. Come get on the plane and let's just post up in Toledo. And <laughs> we'll do whatever during the day whatever. And you don't have to mm-hmm. go to the show at night, but we are together. We are around each other. When you add a child and a day job to the equation, and I'm also out doing sets at night because I was preparing for our specials. Ironically, you live together, but you see each other less,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know? So then you start learning. All right, well, I have to schedule Relation. I have to schedule time to water the relationship mm-hmm. the same way you water the daily show, the same way you foster being alone to f- water your creativity, mm-hmm. the same way I need to go over here and be with my son and make sure that we're connected and that we're doing stuff and he's learning. You have to make sure that you're explicitly trying to make space for that. And so that was the that was the thing that I had to figure out because I never had to have make space for relationship because I never had a day job in the sense of the daily mm-hmm. show that took 10 hours out of my day. If we weren't going in the office, I would leave the house at 9. If I'm on the show, I'm not coming back through the door till 7. My first set is at 8.30. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm home long enough to put him to sleep or talk to her. But you don't get to do both. And then you have to go back out into the street. So that's where... The shutdown has had some level of an advantage because I haven't had night sets. That's what I'm saying. So, Hardest working man in
1: comedy. So That's what I'm saying. If
0: I have one job. If I'm working a day job, I'm like, I'm done. That was <laughs> it. Are you happy? <laughs> like the way, if like if I had to work all day, I wouldn't. Well, sometimes like when I was a writer's assistant, I really wanted to go do stand up at night because I didn't get to talk all day. So I had to like go remember that I'm good. But if I'm actually writing in a room and being funny, I'm like, honey, that was it, that was it. You got, you got something, honey. You ma- you wanted me to keep talking for 10 hours? I'm done so with you. <laughs> I, I would never, and the fact that you're like, okay, I'm gonna come home, change up my outfit, and then go back out and yell at some folks in Brooklyn. Girl, if you make an Instagram yeah. video, you're done for the day. That's very true. <laughs> One good Insta story, honey, that's the work. That's refilling the creative well. Wait, how did you how did you meet the the
1: little missus?
0: Little misses, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. I know, that's fashion. I was, like. I, was, I was I was saying she's fashiony. She's so fashiony.
3: So, yeah, salonmonet.com. You can find out about Ooh. all of her amazingness. Um, I love when a lover plugs time, another lover. That's very good. So I had a, um, I had a, I had a PR person when I was in LA. And she, resigned. she well, I'm not going to say she quit, but she basically said, look, I got a day job doing PR for a university. It's more reliable than entertainment PR. Good luck, nigga. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle your next month of affairs. And then after that, you got to find a new PR person. So I'm aching to this photographer I know. And this photographer had taken the wedding photos of a guy whose sister does PR. Oh. so he gives me her number and I call her up and I go yeah but the fucking Craig said you do PR <laughs> she's like yeah but I'm about to quit PR and fucking start making shoes and so I was intrigued because it sounded like a bad decision <laughs> and, you know like it's a life risk that yeah. here's a person that is betting on themselves so much that they're going to fucking walk away from a solid career alright I can relate to that sounds <laughs> like me walking away <laughs> so so I immediately we just start talking and we talked for four hours and what was supposed to be like some sort of feeler um, let's just see if this is right we talked the first time the first time the first time we talked on the phone we talked for four hours
0: oh my and god so that's it's so cute that's high school. That's thought, like old school. We never,
3: we, but we never talked about PR. Mm. And so I was like, huh, okay. Okay. Maybe this shouldn't be about PR. But you also, <laughs> but this is, uh, but th- and that's that's the thing now with being a man is that you're trying to find the line of decency between, um professionalism and going would you like some dick for the rest of your life (laughs) you know (laughs) so so we talked that so we talked that one time we've never met at this point i go well when are you leaving for california she was leaving dc to go to california fuck this i'm going silicon valley and merge fashion and tech okay cool When are you leaving? She gives me the day that she's leaving. You know, okay, you're going to take this long drive. I immediately look at my schedule, and I'm going to be in Nashville within a day of her journey. I go, hey, how about you come to Nashville? Time it, you know, whatever. Just time it so you come through Nashville between these three days. And just stay a day. I'll Mm -hmm. get you a room. Stay a day. Well, You've got to get a room. You got but here's the thing, you gotta stop to fucking sleep anyway. So motherfuckers stop in Nashville. You know, <laughs> stop in Nashville and we'll have a drink. Or we'll go some, you know, whatever you want to do. She stops in Nashville Friday and she's supposed to leave the next day. She doesn't leave until Monday. And Uh-oh. that's that's how the shit started. Like, and that's, that's it. That that was that was the beginning of the journey. Wow. That was twenty fourteen? That sounds I
0: mean, romantical as hell. That sounds like a romantic well, whirlwind. I, don't, I I wouldn't beg you guess. for a whirlwind, Roy. I wouldn't beg you for a whirlwind.
3: I, I mean, I guess if you want to call it that. I mean, it's it's hard for me to see it like that now because <laughs> you know we have a four year old and I'm just yeah. every day I have a migraine. I'm just like yeah, <laughs> love, the greatest thing. Like love, I don't know. Love is like this cool breeze that is approaching off of the shore and okay. then you realize it's a storm and there's all types of responsibilities and <laughs> shit you have to take care of and get done and hope doesn't fucking fall apart. <laughs> and then the storm is gone and and it's just beautiful again. And like right now I'm in the eye of responsibility and providing in a pandemic and making yeah. sure that the kid knows how to read and he's not an asshole and make sure <laughs> she's supported. So You can look back on that. Of course, you look back on it and you go, oh, yeah, wow, that was cool. Oh, shit, I haven't done the thing for tomorrow. Did he get his flu shot? They're going to expel him. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. I guess if if you're not careful, you can allow your present responsibilities within the relationship to, it can lead you to forget Mm -hmm. what got you there in the first place. And so that's what I mean when it comes down to you literally have to make the effort to schedule love. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We know that as two people yeah. who decided to do a damn podcast together. <laughs> this isn't love right now. This is work. Uh, I
3: don't know <laughs> how y'all do this. I, I love her, but I couldn't imagine for an hour just talking to strangers with her. That would just be so stressful. What <laughs> would be stressful? I would be, you know why it would be stressful? I would be so paranoid of saying something within the podcast that creates a new argument after the podcast is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait yeah. a minute—is that how you really feel? Oh, fuck. Ah, fuck The uh,
1: damn the only damn thing, it. the only good thing is that like, a, we've drawn some boundaries beforehand. Here's some shit we're not going to talk about. Right, right, right. And B, Naomi's a stand-up. I, she can always pass off. Well, I was just kidding.
0: well yeah (laughs) but then also i think it's because we also have actual couples therapy so like we can have our real conversation and it's like i could bring up stuff and you can bring up stuff but only if we're on the other side of it like if it's kind of an active percolating issue don't be trying to make a little joke out of that but after like a month after it happened you could be like remember when you did that shit now we can talk about it it's got to be like where are we in the actual thing or else Here's no. a
3: serious question about couples therapy. Does I, I know everyone talks about therapy being great and good and helping and beneficial, and I don't deny that. Do you find that therapy, couples therapy specifically, mm-hmm. do you find that couples therapy sometimes does? It, is there ever situations that you're making mountains out of molehills? or things? How oh, you are you as a couple, how are you able to discern what is the minor issue versus fuck it? Let's go to the arbitrator and yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. to her about it.
1: Do you- well, I mean, usually we don't go to we don't go to James, our therapist, with, with like you you need to decide between us. Usually, we go and he goes here. Here's why this is a here's why there's a problem with the translation. You're speaking one language, Andy, and you're speaking another language, Naomi, and here's where it's going wrong. And then that usually kind of like you know what what are what was like the only like big one that we've really had to deal with um like money issues. Right. And that was a big And that was where I just had to get On Naomi's page
0: (laughs) But it's also (laughs) like (laughs) But it's also like But I know what you mean But you know what it is Because we don't go to him Because also We don't necessarily Even talk to him Once a week right And sometimes We will have a session where it's like, we cool, and then it's like nothing. Like, we I, we won't kind of go in and make up a problem just to talk about it, but I think the stuff we go going to talk about, how you know it's like actually a mountain, is if it comes up all the time. Like, that money shit wasn't just, oh, you spent something one time, I didn't like it. <laughs> it's like, you and I have fundamental differences on what poverty is, <laughs> and we need to talk about that. Like, it's if it's over and over and over. That's what it is. And I feel like the only, and they always say like, and he says, he's like, every couple has these things, right? The few things that like, you love each other, but it's always going to be this. And the question is like, how bad is that friction? Because for some yeah. people, it's like, hey, okay, we bicker and we move on. And then for other people, it's like, like I know for me, you know, that money shit stresses me out. Yeah. And I get worried about like, what if I don't have and how will we be together? And you know what I mean? Just the work the, we do and the yeah, hustle yeah. of it. Mm-hmm.
1: And I lived so close to the bone for so long that I was just used to living without. I was used to just having like a fake turkey sandwich and some chips for dinner and that was that. <laughs> and I was like, no. And it was like, no, we have to have a nice dinner and we have to have a nice couch. You have
0: to- <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, because my whole thing was like, the point of a relationship is that you add. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I'm bringing you to you add into it. So if you come That's up in fair. my house with a goddamn pretzel ride and a turkey sandwich, that ain't adding to the buffet. Okay? That's not what I visualize for me.
3: And we but have- it's a good dinner, baby. What's wrong with this dinner? There's no vegetables, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Maybe a side salad from a a bag of Dole lettuce. And I was
0: going to say, the side salad is literally just the lettuce. Salad is a loose term. It's really just lettuce. Now, let's take a quick break. dressing. We're going to take a quick break and answer some questions with Roy before you and I start fighting again about lettuce.
2: (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
0: this first Uh, question real good
3: sorry to cut y'all off um i've been googling for this gentleman who i got in a fight with in the fourth grade i've been i've been unable to find him i will assume he is dead okay which means i won
1: (laughs) (laughs) so now it's one zero one (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) win one loss that's perfect if you wait long enough (laughs) all your fights Go from L's to W's. That's true. That's
0: true. If you if you stay healthy.
3: Yeah. If you stay healthy. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to. No, you. no.
1: I'm no, glad no. you did. I Constant didn't want... updates on this. That's all. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll Google the guy that went to jail and see what. Yeah. His see deal if he is. got out. If he got out, then maybe he wins. <laughs> uh, so we get uh, we get DMS. We get GMS. Uh, GMs.
4: This is Gmail.
1: <laughs> Uh, We also get voicemails, VMs, and this is one of those. Oh, my gosh. Hi, guys. I have listened to every single podcast,
2: a Patreon subscriber, the whole nine yards. I cannot love you more. So, quick question. I have a uh, two-year relationship, a little uh, rocky at times. Um, He's in the Air Force, so we move a lot. It's hard being away from family, and obviously, we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. But... How did you get that ring? How do you get that commitment? Um, we've had several conversations. It just hasn't came to fruition. Like, give me your advice or do I listen? him? Thanks, Spice.
0: <laughs> okay, so she wouldn't get that ring. <laughs> we we came questions. back from <laughs> sharing the
1: screen. Yeah. And Roy is just staring at us.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Roy's <laughs> like, what?
3: How do... When I hear that question, I some, what I sometimes hear is how can I get him to make – how can I make him do something that he shown no interest in doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's just yeah. if you only had a little chat about it and he's still double clutching, then you just got to respect the double clutch. And that's what <laughs> it is. You know, if it's about having a stern conversation, that's fine. They say don't set deadlines, but – Your life is also your life. You don't owe him the rest of your life. I don't know if there's kids involved, but even if they are, your happiness is going to be the best example and foundation of the life they should seek out for themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you're miserable, eventually your kids are going to pick up on that. So just staying together for the sake of kids. I personally can't co-sign that. Um, How to get the ring, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, one easy thing is if he's serious about it, you know, see if he wants to go look at rings or has he thought about looking at rings, you know. But if he's gonna get into the hymn and hall of, well, it just seems like a lot, and it's moving <laughs> too fast. <bad," laughs> you're, you're never gonna make a dude want to be with you who doesn't want to be with you. Um, I just uh, also if you're gonna if you're gonna threaten to leave be ready to leave.
0: Oh yeah, you know you can't threaten. You know what I I agree I agree. I'm like don't even do that. It's can't like you idly either go you, you can't threaten. You can't yeah. idly threaten. It's like you either go or you don't go. But also I would say though yeah. 2 years is not that long. Right. 2 years in a relationship. Well, wait, it, she said she's from the south. I don't know if she said that part. She said they've been together 2 years. He's in the Air Force so they move a lot. Uh-huh. So I also uh-huh. think it's like 2 years is not a lot and then also when you are s- constantly moving like I I know, for instance, like you and I, I know one of the things for me, for instance, I did want to be a certain level of settled before the idea of getting married even came into it. I wanted to feel like, okay, if we about to become legally bound, if we about to co-sign taxes, we got to just have something, have a foundation. Right. If
3: she's she's either Southern or over 35, it's kind of the same thing. impulse. (laughs) Like, it's, I'm serious, like, Uh, like coming from Alabama, mm -hmm. you are somehow less than if you are not married. It is the first thing people check you on. And then when you're in a relationship, now you're less than if you don't have a kid. And Mm -hmm. you let society put this clock on you. And I would hope if you're following some guy around the country while he goes from base to base and you're living in military housing, having to fucking make new friends every (laughs) eight months when he gets new orders, that he would be willing to do that with some level of commitment I don't think you I don't think you are wrong for wanting it but I think you will be doing yourself a disservice if you wait on him to mm. eventually want it you just got to tell him what the score is so wait do you think swim. then
0: she should put a little clock on this being like in a year you know like I'm gonna give you a year she needs to decide what her
3: life is worth yeah is your is your life worth the next three years of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> But there also might be a kid involved. I would imagine. I can't think of a world of a woman going from. I don't know if you ever stayed in base housing, but Mm -hmm. a lot of military bases, it's that. It's your first college dorm. Whatever the shitty dorm was at your college, it's the cinder blocks with the paint on them. The room Mm -hmm. is cold. It's tile. It's never warm, even when the heat is on. (laughs) Yeah. It's that type of shit. Yeah. So, you know, I would just. I would hope that. You know, as she looks at her life and whatever she wants for herself, sometimes you just have to respect that the person you love isn't the best or the most qualified to try to give it to you. So right, right. I'm not saying put a clock on him. Put a clock on yourself. Mm-hmm. I see. And, have you know, been if on it's a year or two? Then just go. All right, I'm out.
1: Yeah. Wait, ha- what? Have you been on one side of this or the other?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. In the past, like I've been in the when are we going to get married? Where's this going conversation? And I would say if I'm speaking on, if I'm speaking on past relationships, I would say that as a man, and this is just me speaking to the men, I think you get two, maybe three legitimate windows of good woman. (laughs) Right? Especially if you got that fucks around a lot, you know, (laughs) Dating around a lot, there's gonna be two, if you're lucky, three people that you're gonna be able to go. Ah, yes, forever, you. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. And in those instances, I just found marriage to be too intimidating. It's too grand of a Mm. thing. But I do understand and appreciate the concept of wanting to have a child, raising a child in a two-parent home, and the fact that the child needs to see mom and daddy getting along. So that essentially is marriage. It's the same uh-huh. thing. But yeah, I've been I've never been the one you said either side. No, I've never been the one demanding marriage. <laughs> 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 I've had it demanded of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've, I've definitely and in those moments I double clutched and those women left and mm-hmm. some of those women are fucking happy right now. They're fucking happy. Yeah. So I can speak from experience <laughs> in that regard that no matter who you are, Patreon caller, that there's somebody good out there for you, even if it's not the person you know that you're that you're locked down with right now. Right. Because if you're gonna be miserable, man, and fucking sad, be sad alone. Fuck, you need to be sad. With the, that's the same sadness. Every that's marriage too. <laughs> Just being sad together. Or near somebody, near somebody. Yeah, just being with someone that disappoints you every fucking day. Every relationship, any in any interaction we're having with anyone in this world, be it professional, social, romantic, it's either ascending or descending. There's no in between. That's that's just my personal belief. I don't, you know, that's that's something that I don't know. I, I think that. I think marriage is right if it's, if it if the two people are right for it, you know. Yeah. 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 But this diehard, ironclad, if you are not married, then y'all's fucked up and your life is all <laughs> mm-hmm. fucked up. And I, I've been meaning to try and talk about that on stage. And you know, like people talk about not wanting to be alone. You know and i just feel like if that's the sole reason for me that's not enough. Mhm. If it's just avoiding loneliness, just fucking get a hooker or <laughs> get i don't they have they have those um what is it called what what's the joint it's uh, it's a lot of Asians do it. They got the, the joint where the people just eat food and pretend they on a date with you. What? What do you mean? You never seen this shit i, I don't it's not a mukbang but there's another there's like these. It's like it's like OnlyFans, right? You're not like mm-hmm. OnlyFans girls. Be twerking yeah. and busting it wide open. There's like there's videos <laughs> where you can go on a virtual food date with a woman, and oh. it's just a woman eating food, looking into a webcam, and just asking you about your day. It's just role play.
0: <gasps> that I do. Now,
3: that I can do. Saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that's better than marriage. <laughs> what I am saying is that choosing some prism of discomfort for yourself in exchange for another prism of comfort you got to rank what's most important to you and you know because of course marriage is a compromise you're going to have to give up something but the things that you give up need to be fucking B level things that Mm -hmm. you could fucking do without and so I just hope that this person isn't getting married for the sake of something that is not benefiting her and instead is benefiting the judgment of people who ultimately mm. don't fucking matter and will be dead by the time you're still miserable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you, it, it there has to be like, I, I call it the cultural superego that voice in your head. That's saying like, you have to do all the things that are in like a beer commercial or you have to do all the things that you've seen on modern family. <laughs> like the, like, and if you don't do that, you're not a good person, right? You're not a right. worthwhile person, and that, right. vo- and you have to really like defy that voice because you're like, my life isn't a
0: sitcom, on right. Network TV, right? I mean, I don't know. You and I say that too as two people who knew so early on in our lives that we don't want kids, and that's something that people really, really. I mean, that's definitely a cultural super. People are like, why? Why not? What's wrong? Yeah. Like, someone just asked me that recently, and I was just like, because I don't. And I just said flat out, I was like, because I don't think I would be good at letting my child live their own life. <laughs> like i just know my personality and it's just like yeah and then and and then sometimes people go who's gonna take care of you when you're older i'm like honey there's no guarantee if i have a child they're gonna take care of me the fact
3: that you're having a kid solely for fucking free nursing home (laughs) (laughs) you're an asshole Like, that's if that's your premeditated reason. Yeah, it's cool if your kid, like, i if I could afford it and had the space, I'd fucking move my mom if she'd ever retire, I'd move my mom in. Yeah, but yeah, it's she didn't have me with it. So, y'all getting a three bedroom, it's about that time for me to come on. (laughs) It's uh, it's not I, I don't know. Sorry to get so deep on you on that one, but no, I, I love it. I'm person. feeling like
0: you need to come out with a book. It's very Brene Brown, man. You know, no. like I'm into you coming out with some energy about relationships ascending or descending. I'm not write
3: no book, cause then it'll just be fucking it'll be black bloggers ripping me apart, talking about why <laughs> I'm not qualified. <laughs> Nigga ain't never been married. How y'all gonna take some advice from my mother that I Never been married. <laughs>
0: I'd be like, well, he's happy. Go, go, go. He's happy and thriving. I think I will take his advice.
3: Touché. God bless the new generation. They ain't <laughs> fucking with marriage the way the old heads did. Yeah. They are. They are like, yo, we're too broke. Why are we going to combine debt?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I ain't on the hook for your college, for for your theater school. I will not be on the hook. One more, Roy. Oh, okay. Let's do one All right. more. One this, is,
1: uh, this is anonymous from Gmail, comes to us earlier this month. Dear Naomi and Andy, I'm a 22 year old woman who recently moved to the city to start grad school. My boyfriend of one year is 21 and finishing up his undergrad degree at the college where we met. We have spent most of the pandemic together. I lived with him and his family in Los Angeles for the summer, and we made trips to Northern California to see my extended family and attend my cousin's wedding. My family loves him, and he says his family and high school friends feel the same about me. I spent a few weeks at the end of the summer living with him and his college buddies, a situation I found surprisingly relaxing and comfortable. In other words, we fit into each other's lives well. Among my boyfriend's best traits, I can list a deep respect for my intellectual pursuits Mm -hmm. an irrepressible optimism and a love for all my characteristics and quirks, especially those I have always considered my flaws. In short, being with him is easy. I fear I take that ease for granted given that this is my first serious relationship and I don't have any toxic ones to compare it to. What? Here's the here's the twist. At the same time, I am definitely the adult of the duo. I did all of the grocery shopping, cooking, and laundry for us throughout the summer. While he is an intelligent guy, he is apt to sleep until noon, play golf most of the day, and stay really? up late into the night watching sports and smoking weed. I'm an earlier riser owing to my morning run habit and, teetotaler, and being a teetotaler. I pride myself on being an independent woman, but part of me wishes he could reciprocate some of the caretaking I offer him, including pricey hand-selected care packages of local foodstuffs now that we (laughs) live four hours apart. Local foodstuffs! I'm the kind of person who easily falls into a trap of sinking way more effort into my side of a given relationship. The same pattern has occurred with roommates, friends, coworkers, student peers, etc. that I get back. In moving to the city and engaging in higher level academia, I feel like I've come upon the chance to push myself away from this caretaking rut and potentially start dating someone who is at my stage of life and my level of maturity. To take that step, of course, I would have to break up with my boyfriend. Should I do that? Is it worth ending a stable relationship when doing so might leave me lonelier than ever in these COVID-tinged times? Best newbie in New York City.
3: Roy, I have a feeling I know what your answer is. (laughs) <laughs> COVID's not forever. There'll be a cure. Don't take the first vaccine. Wait till the back half of 21. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm saying. Take that version three. Use the time alone. You'll find yourself and discover yourself and be able to explore a lot of different things. You're 22, so there's you've got plenty of room to explore. New York City is going to challenge your horizons. I don't know if you're talking about New York City. You just said the city, so it, it doesn't matter. That means you move from somewhere more rural, mm-hmm. so... There's going to be more adventures. You're going to meet people that are more on your plane, just as girlfriends. Oh my God, you haven't even started growing apart from your high school friends yet. Wait till that shit kicks in. So, I I'm not going to ever tell anyone to break up with someone, but I would say take a break. And if he misses you and appreciates you, he'll step the fuck up. And otherwise, you'll meet someone that get some people. Are just the person to get you to the next person, man. Right, a reason or a season, a reason or a season. But we don't want to acknowledge that because we because we're taught that everyone. This could be the last one. This is the one, right? The, <laughs> just enjoy it for what it is. And if the road ends, it ends, and it is painful, and you will cry, and you will be sad, and you will feel like there is an inequity. You already feel like that because you're getting them granola baskets and shit. And <laughs> And he's not saying thank you. So (laughs) I would say to triage it before that um, I'm a big proponent of writing when communicating feelings to people. I'm not conversation. I'm very leery of conversation because it leaves room to be misunderstood or misinterpreted and misread, you know, social cues, right? Where. If you write it, if you hand write it, not text, write it by hand, it's read and received differently. And you are heard because they're not waiting for their turn to talk. Mm-hmm. completely <laughs> mm-hmm. remove that from the equation. And sometimes even just based on their response, the thoughtfulness of their response can tell you how much they do or don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. you know don't lose that part of you though don't lose that part of you that loves and invests and does a lot and if people don't appreciate it continue to find someone who does do not let that force you into a behavioral shell where you become hesitant to be a flourishing amazing person because those types of people will enjoy the fruit of love the most in my opinion Yeah, like the people that I know who are the happiest and marriage and love and relationships they're generally chipper upbeat amazing <laughs> optimistic type people mm-hmm. you know and it's clear that you want that like you ain't even talking about marriage you just want the motherfucker to make you feel appreciated
0: right That's, make you a meal but it's also like again it's a age do that thing.
3: with an evite <laughs> <laughs> you won't even see you an evite
0: But it's twenty one too. It's like part of me is like, this is not a bad guy. But it sounds like you just want more, as you said. Like you're like some my level of maturity. Like you seem to just like want a little more, like playing house. And I don't mean that in a um, derogatory way. It just feels like you want a little more to the relationship. And to me, he's twenty one. It's like, honey, I was sleeping till noon too. Not the golf part, but everything else. (laughs) I'm like fully understand. Uh You know what I mean? So it's like, so it's like he ain't bad. It's just like that's what he doing. But that's not what you want to be doing. So it's like, okay. You've you've done your time. You've done your time. You've seen him now. You said it was a year, right? And they're a year apart because he's like a year he's a year old year younger and finishing up college. I was like, girl, all right, bless. You know what I mean? It's hard, <laughs> right? Because people don't know, like, because we're always so accustomed to relationships being like you end them only when it's drama. You know what I mean? Like someone's lied to the other, Someone's cheated on the other, like you know. And it's it can be hard to end something when there's no bad guy. But it's like that might be the best way to end it where it's like you good i'm good we just ain't good together yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it's the best and way don't wait till fault. it gets ugly right
3: yeah but that's but that but there's never been a movie about that so people don't understand that facet of love
0: right right you know? it's like well he hasn't done anything yet it's there like well needs he needs to be yes the movie. that's the niche
1: yes it's real a, life rom-com it's
3: a, it's a you're an 8-8 eight and eight football team that never makes the playoffs, but you never lose bad enough to get a better draft pick, and you just continue to be 8-8. Eight and, eight and It's just fucking – you're the Carolina Panthers, where you just – you should be good, but for some reason you can never get it <laughs> together. All right, well, let's get rid of the black quarterback. Let's see what – oh, shit, we worse. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that sport metaphor.
0: I felt it in my bones. I felt, I felt very sporty just now yeah well there's
3: certain
1: there's certain things where i'm like uh i understand the reference enough to laugh yeah but i don't specifically know what's going on
0: (laughs) (laughs) roy can we just thank you so much for coming and talking to us and helping you all you are simply magical thank you
3: you. i love y'all and um, you, let's boo-boo. do it again and then maybe next time we'll get Salone in here. And we'll, yes! We'll so, oh my
0: god, oh. I have to know. Else? You
3: fine. It'll be better than me and Ronnie Chang. I guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that's a beautiful Ronnie. dynamic. That's Ronnie, a- if you're listening to this, I love you Ronnie, and if you're interested in babysitting the sun. <laughs> <please>. <laughs> Swing all on right. by the crib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks and everybody. We'll see you all cool. next time. Bye! Bye.